Hello and welcome to episode 130 of the Gaming Duel. I'm Kelvin the Kevlar Vest, your host for this week, and joining me is none other than co-host Rob the Robot. Rob, how are you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing fantastic. I went for a hike today. Okay. And it was been a while since I went for a hike. It was cool. I I trekked a little mountain, went to Lake George, which is about uh, under an hour away from me. And uh, it was a very, very annoying hike. Not because I'm out of shape and I can't do hiking because that was part of it. But mostly the bugs were absolutely insane dude oh, yeah. i we got like destroyed during mm-hmm. that thankfully the hike was like pretty short like up the up the mountain but like when i was on top i had three giant welts on my back from like these diesel daz bugs so love hiking hate the bugs they don't play around man i mean i wasn't hiking or anything but i was just outside in the back in my front yard mm-hmm. and i was just getting murdered by these <laughs> flies dude like they were just attacking me these gnats just like going everywhere like on my face and my hair and it just makes it not pleasant to be outside <laughs> that's what i'm saying plus like, it's like 90 degree weather right now i'm like I, I again you guys know me i do not like the heat i hate feeling like hot and sticky and and just gross this is not my time of year no, and the thing it sucks is like it rains so much, so they're like there's just bugs everywhere, and it's yeah. like wet, and they're just like it's this perfect breeding ground for them, and they gross me out, and I hate them with everything. And you know what the crazy part is? We put spray on us, we put like DEET, and we still got like oh that's obl- they don't shit, man. obliterated. Like they were just like no, yeah, they don't care, <laughs> they don't really care, dude. Um, in other news, we got to see you guys, right? Yes, we yes, we yes. hung out as a family for. Kind of like the very first time, almost. I feel like, yeah, I think it's the first time my parent my my parents saw your kids. Well, for a long time. I think yeah, they they definitely saw Mav, but they never saw Sorella, my my youngest. Yes, and that was that was great because we had a good time there. Although I I will say the, the drive there was pretty bad, but um, it was just chaos for for me and and I think um for Lurus as well. But the chaos was more based off of like just having the two kids mavi especially he's three years old he's running around like a freaking madman and and then we had like three dogs there too so it was just like everything just like <laughs> full circle just like running around going crazy i feel like from your perspective it looked a lot worse but from like my perspective it wasn't like as bad um one thing my parents do drive me nuts and it's their house obviously like i don't live there but they like to just leave the door open they just like, like the front door, it, like the back door, like the back door to the backyard. They just like leaving oh. it open. The thing is, is like they also like to run the AC. OK, <laughs> so I'm just like and they're like, oh, it's for the dog. Like so we can go in and out. And I'm like, yeah, but like one, you're getting a bunch of bugs like coming in Two, um, you're teaching the dog. It's OK, just like go in and out like, whenever he wants three. Do you not care about your electricity bill? Because that I remember when be wild. <laughs> I remember when I lived there when I was a kid growing up in there. Right. Yep, yep. We couldn't even touch the, the, the you know, the, the, the thermostat. thermostat. We couldn't touch that yep. thing. But now I'm gone. You know, I've been having lived there for a couple of years and it's like, um, yeah, no, we don't care anymore. That's just whatever. I was like, OK, all right. Yep. That's how it is, man. Yep. Um, but your your parents hosted a great day. That was fantastic. Your mom and Jess. Did a great job cooking um, and, and making a preparing a good meal for us. So that was mm-hmm, fun mm-hmm. and that was a good time. And yeah, overall, I had a great time. It was just a lot, especially like the drive and then come, like driving back and then yep. just do, dealing with, you know, the usual changing diapers and make sure Mavi's eating. But Mavi doesn't want to eat because he's just being Mavi. And, you know, it's just like a lot. Um, but um, yeah, but it was fun. It was fun. It was good they were good. They were good. They were, they were, yeah, they were, they were really they good. Were, they weren't Other- bad at all. Yeah, exactly. It was. It, it was could have been sweet. worse for sure. Exactly. He could have thrown a temper I mean? tantrum and just been losing his mind. But he was just being a, a three year old. That's just all being it was. A three year old. That's, That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, we have a lot to talk about. So we do. Let's let's get into the the rigmarole here. Uh, rigmarole. If you're new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Rob and I discuss the latest topics and share our crazy thoughts 
on this crazy world of video games. Our full episodes are up Fridays exclusively on your favorite podcast services, but you can also watch the main topics of the show on YouTube every Wednesday, or at least we try every Wednesday. Uh, as of late, we have been kind of like missing our Wednesday deadlines, but it's been the one it's summer. It's hard to like, kind of like do things when you're trying to do other things outside. And two, it's just been a lot for this month specifically for me. And I'm sure for you too, because it's just been busy throughout the whole, the whole month for me. So we try, we try to do it every Wednesday. Um, just give us, you know, give us some slack there, but, uh, and that's on youtube.com slash gaming do a podcast. If you want to support us, you can do so by uh, leaving us a review at the leaving us a five-star review. And obviously you're always welcome to uh, purchase some of our merch by checking out the gamingduopod.com slash store. Rob, are you ready to talk about video games? Let's talk about video games. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have a lot to talk about, including Microsoft winning the case against FTC, EA creating new studios for Black for a Black Panther game, and much more. But before we get into that, Rob, we're playing Final Fantasy 16. Is there so anything good. else you're playing besides that game? No, honestly, that's that's literally all I'm playing. I play like League of Legends uh, Team Fight Tactics on my iPad, like when I'm in bed or something like that. Um, I haven't really touched the Asus Rog. Um, really? In a bit. Yeah, I haven't really touched that. I play like Slay the Spire here and there, but um, I think after Final Fantasy is done, I think I'll be dedicating more time to the Asus Rog. And obviously when I'm traveling, that's my main thing I'm playing. Um, but Let me ask um, you this. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and you asked me this, but I'm going to flip it on you. You know, do you regret purchasing your ally? Do you feel like it was a mistake or do you feel like you could have just stuck with your Steam Deck? Because typically you, you buy this thing, you buy something, mm -hmm. especially how expensive it is. And you're on top of that thing for a while. You're, you're, you're glued to that thing. But I, I feel like and I'm on the same boat. I'm not like playing it every single minute. You know what I mean? Um do you feel like you should have waited or like what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, of course, you guys can check out our initial like breakdown of the ally on YouTube.com right now. But um, Rob, right now where you stand, what do you think about the, the ally? Yeah. And just for context, uh, me and Kelvin both had Steam decks um, and we sold them to be able to fund getting an ally, uh, Asus ROG ally instead. Um, so I don't regret it. Um, again, my Steam Deck, what didn't really get used that much. I literally remember before I sold it, it was like hanging out in a drawer like next to me, like in its case. And I just didn't touch it for a while. Um, I did use it a lot for emulation, which was great. I played Legend of Zelda Wind Waker on it. Um, I didn't like that. I couldn't like down my launchers, obviously. And I can just do that with the the, the ally. So I don't regret it. Um, and I also just got a little monitor for it, a little 15 inch. So if I want to make it into like a mini portable desktop i can and it's just it's windows so i can just like like if i want to work on the dock here for this i can do that like um so that's a really cool factor that i can just kind of like use it out of the box like that again there are things that i wish primarily the sleep mode <laughs> pisses me off i wish yeah it had a regular I, I didn't know what you were dealing with until recently because i i'm dealing with the same issues with that you're dealing with right now um, but I don't regret it. I think it's a cool machine and I'm excited to use it. And I think that's the point, right? It's like, as long as I'm excited, it's when it's in my hand and I'm playing it, I'm cool. That's Wait, fair. That's fair. You, you, yeah. You, I'm, I'm on the same boat. I don't regret it at all. I mean, we discussed this um, outside the podcast, but I, I, I don't regret it mainly because like you said, I feel happy. I feel excited to, to pick, to pick it up and, and like get my hands on it and start playing games. The fact that I can play Persona 5 and right now currently I'm playing Persona 5 Royal. Not haven't really touched it right now recently, but I have that and I also have Resident Evil 7 um, that I'm currently playing on that. And that's fun. Like, every, again, when you get to the games, I'm having a blast. Like, that's that's where I'm like, all right, this is a console. This is a handheld. Like, I'm having a good time. It works. Everything's good. It's running butter smooth. Like, yeah, and it this looks is what good, I like. too. And it looks and it look really phenomenal. good. Like, it's great. It sounds great. looks great. Like you can't ask for anything better. It's just like getting there, right? It's just like, okay, booting it up. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Put your pin in or your my finger password. Friend. Oh yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. touch my, my, uh, my finger. Let's, uh, let's do the touch finger thing. Oh, it's not working. I type my password. All right, let's get, finally get into the game. Oh wait, I got to download this driver. Hang on. Oh, Nope, I got to update this Windows software. Why? Don't know why I got to update the BIOS. Like, there's so many weird things that just kind of 
pop up at you when you update it or when you turn it on and you just want to get to the games, right? It's not like right. a Switch where you just pick it up and play. It just, there's a cumbersome aspect to it. But yeah. hopefully that gets fixed at some point. I don't know, hopefully. But otherwise, this is just what it is and we have to deal with it. But I do not, re- like, I do not regret it at Your all. Your purchase, right, me too. Me too. For sure. Rob, like I said, let's get into rapid fire news. We have Microsoft winning the case against FTC. Uh, the EA creating a new studio for Black Panther. Uh, it's a video game that they've current, uh, recently announced. And EA also hiring for a third Star Wars Jedi game. No shocker there. And then this is a fun one. Homelander is seemingly confirmed for Mortal Kombat 1. Where do you want to go? I mean, let's start with the Megaton one, right? The big one is the... The big boy. The Microsoft winning against the um, the case against the FTC. And uh, again, they haven't bought Activision yet. It hasn't happened, right. so it's not like they've done it. This is just saying that, like, it's a go. You can do it. They won the battle. Um, they they won, won the, the battle. Right. They won the war. Um, and they also specifically said that... Call of Duty will still exist on PlayStation for another 10 years and it will be coming to Switch. So it's not like we're going to see a major change right away. Um, I know there are two different parties that are are for this and there are some that are not for this. Um, I don't really fall into either camp. I think I'm just kind of like along for the ride. Whatever happens, happens. I'm not the biggest Activision fan. I don't play their games that often um the one primarily probably play is call of duty and that's about it but again it's gonna be on playstation for 10 years so is it really gonna affect me that much it's gonna affect you it's it's not gonna affect the gamers if anything i think it's gonna benefit gamers in a sense right um because not only is the agreement that call of duty will be on playstation for 10 years the agreement is also for call of duty to be on nintendo switch and so whether that's a good thing or bad thing we'll see but it basically opens up the floodgates so that other gamers are able to play call of duty are able to play activision um you know activision games if they if they choose to right right and so it's a good thing it's it's a positive thing i just we get back to the whole you know back and forth thing where having microsoft acquiring such a big like you know huge um company like this it it causes concern because you now you're going to like okay well what kind of control are they going to have what kind of things are they going to start putting into place 10 years down the line and again we talk about 10 years like it's like around the corner 10 years is a long time right 10 years a lot can change in a long right we'll be 42 i think yeah we'll be 42 in 10 years so and and just think (laughs) of like what the gaming industry looks like in 10 years right like will call of duty even be like a thing like would people care about call of duty in 10 years right maybe but like, would that even matter if 10 years down the line and Call of Duty is just like, you know, it's not a big deal. It's like, all right, cool, whatever. No one really cares about it anymore. Or it could be like, the like again, it'll continue being the biggest game every year. Um, it depends, you know. But again, 10 years is like such a long time that so many things can happen. And it just, you don't know where the gaming landscape, like I always like to say, is going to be heading, right? And I think Microsoft knows that and they want to, reassure the audience that they want to create this platform where they are able to, you're able to play games wherever you want. Right. And that's like their goal. And I think they're doing a good job in that sense. And so this is a battle that they won. And now obviously they have to get into the UK side of things with the CMA. And that's something that I guess they put on hold because they're not sure I guess what Microsoft is trying to do is figure out what the CMA is having issues with as far as the cloud-based situation going on. So they put everything on hold. So they won the USA side, right? They, they, they won the USA side. Now just going to see if they can uh, win the UK side, CMA side of things. So we'll see what happens. But it's been a long time. It's been like, what, two years of this whole back and yeah, forth? Yeah, it's a like, while you know, since we've heard it's about been a while, this. dude. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's, it's just fascinating to see how – all this works out and pans out right because we got to see a lot of like the inside scoop of like emails back and forth between jim ryan like that that was pretty cool so it's interesting to see that side of things 
Yeah, I'm going to read a little uh, information here from Phil Spencer, the helm at uh, Xbox. Uh, he's, he tweeted a couple of things following their win. Um, We're grateful to the court for swiftly deciding in our favor. The evidence showed the Activision Blizzard deal is good for the industry and the FTC's claim about console switching, multi-game subscription services, and cloud don't reflect the realities of the gaming market. Mm -hmm. Part two. Since we first announced this deal, our commitment to bringing more games to more people on more devices has only grown. We've signed multiple agreements to make Activision Blizzard's games Xbox first party games and game pass available for, to more players than they are today. Third part. We know that players around the world have been watching this case closely and I'm proud of for of our efforts to expand power access, player access and join throughout this journey. And so he's basically saying we want to make this available to everyone. Exactly. We want you to be able to game any way you can. We're not trying to stop people from basically we're not trying to become a monopoly when it comes to these games. So. Exactly. So we'll see how this follows through. Um, you mentioned earlier that this might take a while for Call of Duty to kind of get on Game Pass. I think that's what you mentioned earlier. Um, I don't know if that's something that's going to happen. It'll take a while. You think so? Yeah, because like right now I don't see how they would like merge the Blizzard launcher. I don't think any of that stuff like, you know, how like you have to download um, Battle.net to access Call of Duty and stuff like mm. that. Right. Um, I just I just don't think that's going to be a, a, a quick thing. Like you're going to like those two launchers are going to merge together. I don't I think they'll still remain separate as Battle.net and Xbox. Okay. It, it might take a while till I don't think we might even see it till we see the an iteration of the Xbox somewhere like a halfway point where they no. have that. Plus, WoW is more of a PC game. Anyways, okay. you can't yeah. really play it on console, so I don't I, it's going to be weird. It's going to be fascinating to see what they do. I think, I don't know, because Bethesda, on the Bethesda side of things, right? Mm -hmm. Didn't they, the day that they announced the acquisition, didn't several days later, they put a bunch of Bethesda games on Game Pass? I think they did. They did like that. They did like kind of like a game day one kind of deal. Like it's just like right away, like we're going to put this on there. But the difference is, like you said, it doesn't have a launcher. Right, Bethesda doesn't need a launcher. I think right? they did so, have a launcher, though. I think they did have like a launcher. I don't think it's available anymore. I think it just like, mm. yeah, that's a good that's a good question. So check us on that, guys. Yeah. Like the, but the, what you mentioned about the Battle.net being a launcher and being you know housing Call of Duty, I think that's what might make it a little might might stretch this out a little bit longer than the whole Bethesda thing, right? Because I don't know how that's going to work as far as like just integrating that to Game Pass. Or maybe you don't need the launcher anymore. Maybe they just remove the launcher altogether. I don't know. So yeah. that's my take on that. Um, but regardless, I think it's going to be cool to see what Phil Spencer, Microsoft have everything to do, um, have what they have to do with the uh, CMA side of things, especially like, you know, I think they are closing down the deals uh, or, or there's another hearing on July 28th. Um, and that's going to conclude on August 4th. And so the whole buyout situation thing is going to buy, uh, it's going to be, um, I think ending on July 18th is the deadline for the whole decision to be made. I think something like that. I don't know. I think that's going to be happening within this month. At least we'll have more information by the end of this month. So cool things to, to look forward to. Uh, and just a side note before you stop talking about that. Um, there was a, a launcher. They did have it. They sunset in April, I believe. Ah, okay. Sure. So they so. just kind of got rid of it. It's got rid of it. Yeah. You think they'll get rid of the battle net? I don't, I don't think they would. It's too big. I think it's it's massive. It's huge. You know how many people log into Battle.net every day? That's for right. Diablo. It's it. They can't just like get just pull the plug on that. No. But you so so all right. So you mentioned Diablo just now. You think Diablo just it's not going to go on Game Pass or or like how do you think that's going to or you think they're just going to live like they're just going to coexist together? They're gonna I, think, I think Battle.net and then the game Game Pass. They they might just coexist. I don't see. I, I just don't see them rushing to change everything so fast. Um, especially with like the launcher stuff. I think they're going to do things in a very deliberate way um, when they push things out. I just don't think they're going to automatically like, I don't know if you'll be able to just like play WoW through your Xbox subscription, like through Game Pass, you know what I mean? Like your Xbox app, but you might be able to, there might be a link to like, dude, I think know. that's the, the goal, right? Like maybe not right now, maybe not like mm -hmm, tomorrow, mm -hmm. but that is definitely what Microsoft wants, right? They want you to open up your phone 
there's an, a Game Pass app. Open it. You play Diablo. You play Call of Duty. Like that's the goal. I think what they're trying to do and what this whole thing is about. Right. A hundred percent. Like that's there's so many people that log into Battle.net and they don't even look at Game Pass. They don't even care like mm-hmm. what's on there or what's on Xbox side. But then if they open up Battle.net and they see like a little tab that says new Xbox games or new games available to you, and it's like, oh, wait, I can just click click this and just play this right mm-hmm. now. I don't have to like download different lo- like that is the end goal, like to have like their huge catalog on one platform, I think would be the main goal, right? That's the point sure. of it. Is just, so you just stay in that ecosystem, like your favorite word, you know? Yes, absolutely. Uh, moving on. EA had some crazy stuff going on uh, this week. Uh, they announced a new studio and this Very new cool. studio will apparently be making a Black Panther game. Um, and it's going to be made by Cliffhanger Games is the, new, is the name of the new studio. Okay. It's a studio based in Seattle in collaboration with Marvel Games. Um, and so this is going to be a single player, story driven, third person action adventure game um, and a press release from Cliffhanger. Uh, they stated that our mission is to build an expansive and reactive world that empowers players to experience what it is like to take on the mantle of Wakanda's protector, the Black Panther. The cool thing about this studio is that uh, Cliffhanger is led by Kevin Stevens. He's formerly known as uh, the uh, he's formerly from the Monolith Productions. Um, okay. So they're also currently making a uh, Wonder Woman game, which I forgot about that. I yeah, all the Marvel I and DC stuff. I vaguely remember yeah. that. But it also consists of veterans uh, such such as. Uh, people that currently worked on or worked on Middle Earth, Shadow of Mortar, God of War, Halo Infinite, and Call of Duty, among others. So this is cool, right? I mean, I don't know how exciting this is going to be. Again, it's EA, so I'm a little weary sometimes when it comes to their products and, and what they and what they put push out. But my question to you, Rob, another Marvel game, <laughs> right? And so, at what point are we getting? saturated uh, with these like marvel games i feel like when, when you look at the movie side of things we're kind of burnt out with marvel right yeah 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 is that gonna happen is that gonna transition over to the gaming side of things possibly i mean you look at marvel spider-man that one's a huge hit people are are loving that but people might be done after spider-man 2 i think they'll be like all right we're done with spider-man for a while we don't need spider-man 3 um Wolverine is interesting because that one hasn't been done for been asking for that for a long time. Um, to answer your question, I think we have to separate the games from the movies. movies. I, I think know. so. Like, for example, if a Deadpool movie came out, um, people don't realize video game movies or Marvel video games based off of the movies were really bad. Remember, like every time a movie, a new movie would come out, they would just make a game with the movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah, right. The third party licensed video games, they, or yeah, or exactly. They would always make one. And they always be like these cookie cutter, just like they were not great. I can't think of one right now, but you you, you get what I'm saying. Just like they were just bad. No. Now they actually they don't try and make them with the movies. They separate the two, so they're almost like two separate entities. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. They're two separate entities. You keep them as two separate. So I think on the gaming side, I'm okay. I think we have enough. They're not oversaturating. Um, I think like Marvel Gardens of Galaxy was really good. Square Enix did a good job on that game. Um, what was the one that came out that was, was it the Avengers? Is that what it's called? The Avengers, like that, you know, uh, game as a service kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. one was like you know it was it was it was kind of like Avengers. Yeah, it was kind of like good, but it wasn't good at the same time. It was it was like I don't know, it was, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, it was. Well, it was it's best, but. Um, but then again, you get your Spider-Man's and then you have your Batman's. They're fantastic yeah. games. They're one of the best games of all time. So, um, no, I would say no. Uh, to answer your question, no, I think they can live peacefully. They can coexist. I mean, to be fair, besides... Yeah, I mean, to be fair, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I think I'm right. To be fair, right now, every every Marvel game ha- that's come out besides the Avengers has been pretty solid, right? Yeah. It's been pretty good, 100%. right? 100%. You think of Guardians of the Galaxy, that did pretty well too. It wasn't like it didn't like you know sell like hotcakes, but it did well, right? Review wise, it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I don't think there's a saturation at the moment. I just feel like will we get there? Will we get to a point where it's just like, all right, 
there's like six other Marvel games coming out. Like right now, I can count. Um, there's probably if I look over here at Games Radar, there's one, two, three, four, five Marvel games coming out that are currently in development. I'm not sure if that's all of them, but as of right now, we know there's five of them that are currently in development, yeah. which is fine, right? But right. it just gets to a point where you're like, okay, are they just going to continue doing this for years on out? And if so, like, what's the end goal? Because it's not like, what's the end game? You know what I mean? It's not like they're trying to make a Avengers end game, right? Where you have all these different games come together into one full exactly. blown like exactly. you know what i mean so these are all different developers different companies making these games or they're definitely not going to work together to make one glorified game so it's these are just kind of like take them for what they are you know they're just single player mostly mostly single player um action experiences that you just kind of enjoy but it's just weird that i i don't know i just feel like if we get too much of these will we just get burnt out just like how we deal with the movies yeah, I don't I don't think because if I look down a list here, right, we have Marvel Spider-Man. You have Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom 3, right? That's mm-hmm. technically Marvel, right? So that's a really good game. Um, you have the Ultimate Spider-Man game that came out last gen or PS2, Xbox, GameCube era, which was good. So Midnight Suns, not our cup of tea, but it's a really good game for what I'm hearing. Marvel that's what Midnight I heard Suns. too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that there's there's a solid one. And there's one more. The Lego games. The Lego games are always sure, good. Sure. And yeah. then Guardians of the Galaxy. And one that we forget is Marvel Snap. I love that. Fire game. Fire yeah. game. See? Yeah. So. Um, just a little bit more information on the Black Panther game. Uh, a little bit of what Kevin said here. He said, uh, quote, we're dedicated to delivering fans a definitive and authentic Black Panther panther experience giving them more agency and control over their narrative than they have experienced ever experienced in a story-driven video game wakanda is a rich superhero sandbox and our mission is to develop an epic world for players who love black panther and want to explore the world of wakanda as much as we do so yeah i'm interested to see what this looks like i think it'd be cool to see a black panther game kind of like story driven and just see what they're capable of um i'm you know, I'll look out for it. I'll see what what comes out of it. Um, but yeah, and they're EA is also just kind of killing it, right? Because they also are seemingly hiring for a third Star Wars uh, Jedi game. Which I mean, no surprise, right? I feel like we kind of knew this already, especially with how um, successful yep. uh, the last game was. And I guess they're making a trilogy out of this, right? So that's that's kind of cool. Did you play the last game? I didn't play the last game. I only, I played a little bit of the first one. I do okay. again. It's a backlog game, right? Where like once I have time, I honestly kind of want to wait for it to get on Game Pass too, and I might I might just play it on there. Um, because I, I feel like the first one's on there. So and you can get the first one for super cheap. It's like six bucks you can get yeah. by on sale from Steam. Um, fantastic game. Probably a game I'll play on my my ROG ally. Um, but yeah, I mean it's I I think it's like one of the best selling Star Wars games of like all time as far as like it did it did way better than the force unleashed games i know that for a fact um and people just love cal um yeah so i, need I to think the really play. cool thing about this new um this new game that's going to come out obviously they are still hiring people and they're hiring for this game and so they're hiring people that have notable unreal engine 5 experience mm. as a big plus for the VXX job description that they had there, which is cool, right? So they're switching over from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5, which is pretty obvious that they will eventually do that, right? Sure. Um, and it's interesting to see that they're going to continue moving forward to this. So they have, I haven't played the games yet, so I don't know really what the story is, but it seems like they want to continue, you know, continue the story of Cal and, you know, as far as what uh, last the not the last game the one before that it was what last surviving Jedi or something what was it called the the first one I don't remember I Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Survivor or something yeah Jedi Survivor I think no that's the second one I don't know is well, the second one Jedi regardless cool thing I think it's cool that they're actually doing that and they're they have a plan in place um, I'll read something real quick here from Video Games Chronicle um, from the series director Stig Amusen. Uh, 
Um, mm-hmm. He told IGN that continued the story of Cal Kestis is one of the last surviving Jedi Knights. Survivors picks up five years after the events of EA's hit 2019 game Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. That's what it is. Um, quote, I always wanted to see this as a trilogy. How can we take Cal and the crew to new places beyond what we were doing in the first game? We had a pretty decent idea of time frame where we wanted survivors to take place, what the stakes were going to be, uh, what the tone of the game was going to be, what Cal was going to be up against, and how the crew was going to factor into that. And there's ideas of what we want to continue, or I'm sorry, what we could do beyond that as well. So they had a plan in place from the beginning. I think it's cool that each game that they release, they're killing it. Yeah. A hundred yeah, they just they do they're doing a good job there. That's one thing EA is doing well with the franchises those um survivor games great job for sure for sure and then last thing real quick before we move on homelander is seemingly coming to um mortal kombat one how do you what do you feel about that like like that's just that's that's i feel like a perfect fit um yeah it looks like it's actually confirmed i'm looking at an article right now that he it's actually confirmed that he is coming um but yeah that's just right at home like right it's like it's perfect just, I love that show. That show is so good. If you guys haven't watched The Boys, it is a, such a great show. I love like, it. I freaking love it. It's very Season gory. Two was was good. Um, it got kind of weird in the middle, but it was good. It was really good. Yeah, yeah for the most part. But yeah, it's it's a very gory show, and it's basically if like the superheroes that you know just like X rated and everything has gone wrong like that that's what this show is <laughs> and it's hilarious <laughs> and, and just kudos to the mortal Kombat team for just again killing it with all these cool um you know studio or all these cool uh new characters and dlc characters that are coming in because it's that's one thing that you can appreciate about mortal Kombat is that they have like really dope dlc characters that come in and it be, are like introduced and you're just like oh yeah like this is this is something that fits perfectly for Mortal Kombat. He's probably going to play like a Superman from Injustice, um, yeah. I imagine. But like, actually like be gory. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. His finishers, dude. I don't know how that's. He's going to rip people in half that. or something. And he's going to like do like the IB. The IB laser beam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gonna great. For sure. It's going to be great. All right. Well, that ends our rapid fire news for the week. We're going to move on to in-game chat where we talk about something kind of interesting here. What's considered a spoiler to you guys? That song was Escape from the City from Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, released on the GameCube in 2001, developed by the Sega team. All right, welcome back to Endgame Chat. Let's talk about what's considered a spoiler in the video game universe. The internet is a dangerous place, Rob. Dodging spoilers can become tedious, difficult when scrolling through social media, or just hanging out on the internet altogether. What do you consider a spoiler? But before you answer that question, Rob, What's the definition of a spoiler? So this is it right here. Ready? Spoiler definition. A description of an important plot development in a television show, movie, or book. This is a video game, which is weird. Which is previously, which if previously known, may reduce surprise or suspense for a first-time viewer or reader. Rob, to you. I'm asking you this question because <laughs> you're very like trepidatious when it comes to like someone spoiling anything to you, like for you. So what do you consider a spoiler? I have been crazy with this um, because of Final Fantasy 16, because it is so plot heavy. Um, so I've actually stopped being I'm, I'm stopped going on Twitter like I, I'm not doing it anymore. Um, I literally like logging for like a second, but um I, I already saw something like when I first got the game and I was like, cool, 
that's awesome. Spoil it for me. I love that for me. And it literally did take away the surprise. It, it took away from my experience of um, Final Fantasy. So to me, obviously, a spoiler is like, if you say this part is really dope, that's fine. Because obviously, there's going to be dope more dope parts in the game where that's a cool part in the game. Um, but if you specifically are using names of people being used, I feel like that is spoiler territory because if you say, all right, Kelvin, this fight was really cool. You don't know that you're actually going to be fighting that said person. You could have not fought that said person. Right. Right. So you're now you have this expectation like, okay, I'm going in, I'm going to fight this person. So that's why I'm very, very like cautious when it comes to, to spoilers, because it, it's, it's, it's like you're reading a book and someone says like, Oh my God, in this chapter, this, this thing happens. And you're like, oh, come on. Like I'm getting there. Like, let me, let me get there. So, yeah, I got you. I think with all the hype right now with final fantasy 16 and the fact that, you know, we are very um, vocal when it comes to how, how much we love this game right now, it's hard not to get on Twitter and discuss that with people that we know yes. and we want to talk about, you know, all these cool experiences that we've had within the game. So it makes it hard to do that, right? And then there's people on social, especially like on Twitter and, and Instagram and whatnot, that share their, their their thoughts, their experiences that kind of, I wouldn't say spoiler, but they, they, they definitely tread on that line. Yeah, right? yeah, for sure. Um, I, I posted a picture not too long ago regarding final fantasy and i posted a picture about and it didn't really have a lot of context it was just two people in that picture and i just said something along the lines of like i love this scene right mm -hmm. there wasn't really anything to go by like you don't really know who these people are un unless you get to that point but other than that there's nothing there but you considered it as somewhat of a spoiler um it, I guess it just depends on like what spoiler is to you and what you feel like you're getting spoiled on. Right. Yeah. Cause you specifically in the tweet, you were like this part, this part of the game was very like, I don't know if you say heartfelt or like something you said, like this part is really cool or something like mm -hmm. that. So now I'm going into it being like, okay, something's going to obviously happen between these two people. Whereas if I just saw them on screen, I don't know. I don't know anything that's happening. I don't know anything that's happening going in. Now I have this set precedence, like between these two people, something's going to happen now. And then now I saw these two people are coming on screen. Now I know that that scene that you're talking about is coming up soon. But the only thing that you were quote unquote spoiled about was the fact that this is going to be cool. Okay. You're not spoiled in a sense of like, Oh, there's a plot that's being like spoiled on my end here or like, again, the definition of a spoiler here, an important plot development in a television show. Let's put movie in there. Let's put video games in there, um, which is previously known may reduce surprise or suspense for a first time viewer reader. But there's no plot being portrayed there in that being portrayed. There. OK, you know OK, I, mean? I guess it's not spoiler. Really. I guess you're on that sense. It's 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 like like Deadpool and Wolverine are together in the newest right screenshots right it's like obviously like but that scene isn't really a spoiler because it's just them walking and you don't know there's no context to it so you're like obviously they're in the right. game it's not like you put an important important character in that too if you put like a really important character it'd be like mm -hmm, mm -hmm, exactly and so the whole premise of this in-game chat is just to kind of give you guys a little bit of detail of like what is what are spoilers and maybe how to avoid them sometimes right so what's the best way to avoid spoilers or a spoiler um so here's some tools or solutions to avoid those situations the best way obviously right is uh for video games is just to mute any and every term related to that game on social media right so once you go on social media it's very easy to actually add these um types of terms onto your algorithm so that you can remove them so whoever posts something let's say they write final fantasy 16 on it on That's the post it, or Legend of Zelda, for for example, that is removed from your timeline, from your algorithm. Um, and so it's not really hard to do. You can do that in almost every single social media aspect, like Twitter, for example. It's not hard to do. You just go onto your settings, um, privacy menu, and then you can just click on, um, there's like a tab there where you can just start putting in 
any words or any terms that you want that you want to be technically kind of blocked. Um, and, and you can actually make a, a personal list and you can even have a duration time of how long you want this to be blocked for, mm. for you know, 24 hours or, you know, 48 hours, whichever one you want. So that's pretty cool. Um, and I think Instagram does the same thing where you can kind of uh, write different message or write different terms that you can add to a block list. Um, you can block some accounts that you feel like are spoiling things. So there's other ways to kind of cover yourself if you're scrolling through social media you don't have to like completely go radio silent when it comes to being on social media like me like you right <laughs> um, so that's that's actually a, a useful tool and then you can do that on youtube as well because uh, i feel like for me i've been spoiled i remember god of war 2018 i got spoiled hard when it came to and again i wasn't looking for anything right i just typically i for youtube I just scroll through video game stuff, video game content. YouTube's bad, yeah. Algorithm on on YouTube, just like, hey, you want video games? Here you go. Here you go. You know, and there was one particular scene from God of War 2018 where I saw the Blades of Chaos. Spoilers here, right? Obviously, if you haven't played the game from 2018, then that's a problem. But um, I saw the Blades of Chaos on the thumbnail, on the thumbnail. Like there was no way I was going to avoid that, right? And so you can also uh, kind of like tweak your algorithm on YouTube um, by going on. If you see a game or, or, you know, if you see like a video that you watched recently, you can kind of actually click on it mm -hmm. um, uh, like the little three dots and you can block it or you can remove it from your timeline. You can go to your history as well and you can actually um, delete all the things that you've delete uh, that you've watched on your on your history list. That way, the algorithm doesn't detect what you want to watch in the future. Um, so there's different ways to do that. There's different ways to kind of like avoid that type of stuff. Um, other things that you can do as well is avoid Twitch because Twitch is obviously a very big major mm -hmm, mm -hmm. place to like uh, just, you know, watch people play games and watch people kind of like talk about games and stuff. And I think the homepage on Twitch is, is very um, known for spoiling a lot of games because it kind of doesn't have like thumbnails but it just it does show like point of the games of, right yeah exactly so that's a place to avoid um and trailers as well right you you definitely want to avoid trailers if you're watching video games again on, on youtube if you're watching a trailer for a game for an upcoming upcoming game that you're really excited for be prepared to see the algorithm kind of push that game more and more so that's why it's important to you know fix your algorithm algorithm a little bit and maybe delete your history so that the algorithm just kind of like not throws it in your face every time you log in um what do you think about that rob as far as like just trying to avoid stuff and how hard it is when you're anticipating a game especially for like like you played legend of zelda right you played um that game uh, tears of kingdom not, not not too long ago and so did you find any spoilers or anything like that while you were on the internet no never never got spoiled once uh, with that game never never hit a single spoiler um with that which was very true again the plot points are very very small in that game there's like three yeah. big things right that happen yeah, obviously like maybe three or four big things that happen so uh you have to be pretty messed up to highlight those specific things but in a game where there's a lot of plot points okay, i can easily get it's literally all it takes is one image that's all it is yeah. it takes yeah. one image from this game to free for example i was literally just scrolling past on our youtube and i already saw like I scrolled really past, so I didn't really get to make it out, but I, it could have been a spoiler. I was like, I was like let me okay. scroll really fast. But it's like, I'm I'm like, no. Um, no, with that game, I didn't really get spoiled on. Um, and again, it, it really depends on people's, like, I think if you think you're going to be giving a spoiler, mm -hmm. notate spoiler. Like, hey, this is a spoiler, yeah. like, in the post, and put, like, a vague image on there or i think actually social media has an option to say label a spoiler and it'll block out the image i know twitter does reddit does i don't know how to reddit, do that reddit does though. reddit does reddit does a really good job of spoilers yeah, by reddit the way. does yeah reddit does a good job too but on twitter i don't know how to do that if you have a let's say you have an image that you want to post that's spoiler heavy how do you use it so that it's kind of not being shown like it's like a, a, a you know showing it as a spoiler yeah, that's a, that's a good question. We should definitely see. I, it doesn't matter to anyone. Twitter, Twitter. I mean, I won't spoil anything, but um, definitely, I, I've seen that before, which is cool that they they have that. You know, I've, I I do follow a few like Final Fantasy like 
like you know hardcore fans mm-hmm. and they post a lot regarding final fantasy 16 but they're always like you said writing you know spoiler like this is going to be a major spoiler point in the game and then they kind of like you know space it out a little bit so that you're not seeing like the first few sentences there and then they also block the the image that they're trying to show so that's actually a good thing that they do but not many people use that they, they don't really utilize that tool um and then also it's easy to forget because sometimes if you're on social, if you're on the internet, you're just like scrolling and you're just kind of like mindlessly doing things, Mm -hmm. but avoid the comment section, right? Yeah. Yeah. Comment section is really good. Yeah. You're hundred percent right. Yeah. Comment section can be very, 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 very spoily. A hundred percent. Yeah. You have people that, you know, they just do it just for the hell of it. And, and they, post they they post things for that for the intent of you to see that for you to actually get spoiled and see stuff like that um and and that's probably one of the biggest places to to kind of get spoiled especially for look you're kind of looking for it right you're kind of looking to get spoiled for going to the comment section so be prepared if you're in the comment sections just make sure that if you're looking for a particular type of game final fantasy 16 tears of kingdom and you're in that comment section whether it's youtube twitter whatever you you might get spoiled nine times out of ten you're probably going to get spoiled from something um but you can also avoid that but depending on what type of um browser you're using um you can actually use a block extension um i know chrome has an extension called spoiler protection Mm 2.0 and that helps uh kind of similar to like twitter's like mute feature feature that i just explained um you can definitely utilize that so that you can kind of use uh keywords and by keywords too right so Final Fantasy, you can write out Final Fantasy 16, right? You can write FF 16, right? Mm-hmm. Or you can use the Roman numeral sign as well. And those are three key words that are three key um, different ways that you can write Final Fantasy 16. And you can utilize that so that you're not being, you know, different different ways to write that title. And that so you're not being like, you're blocking all those. Th- all, you're, you're using that so that you're using every single way to block that title right so you're not right. gonna get spoiled in any sense of the word i i want to say too that um it works for movies too obviously for movies yeah. anything like that just video games but um you have to be really really bad to spoil a movie for somebody that's messed up if you spoil a movie from i haven't been spoiled by a movie in a long time thankfully yeah people that's are pretty good, good about that um, but video games as the, the problem is, is you put so much time into a video game. That's much worse. You put in hours and hours and hours and hours into a video game. Movies, just two hours, two hours of your life and then you're done. And you saw right. it. That's it. You can't get spoiled, right? If right. you watch it day one, you're good. But with a video game, it takes hours upon hours for you to complete that game. And then some people, you know, they, they, they have more time on their hands and they're past you and they can spoil whatever they want. So it's definitely harder on a video game side of things to get spoiled than like movies or books and stuff like that. Yeah. I liked for me when I play through video games, I like to say this game's amazing. I'll have a great time with it and then end it with like, this game is amazing. Here's my complete, like, this is why I think it's amazing. Go play it. Yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to mention any details. And then I'll go and message like you or somebody being like, did you get to this part? Did you beat it? Because let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I want to, I do want to talk about it, but I, I, it's hard. It's a, it's a very thin line to be like, hey, um, let's talk about this thing that we beat together. It's like an anime. It's like anime with like plot points. Because yeah. like we have a group chat about like anime, and I'm like, I have, we have to tread carefully because we don't know who got where. You know? Exactly. So. Yep. And then the last thing I feel like it's kind of accepting your fate, right? <laughs> If you're browsing through the internet, mm. more than likely you're gonna get spoiled on some in some in some occasion, right? And so you're just gonna have to accept that for the most part, you're gonna get spoiled, especially if you're on Twitter, especially if you're, you know, following game related content, right? You're gonna get spoiled in some aspects. And so you just have to accept it, you know. I mean it, it's not I mean, you, you can utilize all these tools that I mentioned earlier, right? To kind of help prevent that as much as possible but like the whole god of war thing i wasn't really looking for it um but then again i didn't delete my browser history my browser <laughs> history or anything like that so right. I, I probably just kind of like did that to myself but it's gonna happen you know and i know it's gonna happen in the future as well but thankfully it's it's not on games that i feel like are like super crazy like story driven stuff like i've gotten mm-hmm. spoiled for a couple other things too but i'm just like oh okay that's fine like it's not a big deal um so yeah 
you might have to just accept it. You might have to just be like, okay, well, I know I'm going on Twitter right now. Some shit might go down. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, and it, and there's a difference too, like parts of the game and like unlocking cool gear versus like a critical yeah. point of the game. I think is different. Like if you see like a dope ass armor set or something, I feel like it's not as a spoiler a spoiler than like this person kills this person. Then you're like, well. Well, thanks. That just ruined it for me. Yeah, you know? exactly. If I see like an armor set, I'm not gonna like it's it's it sucks. I'm like, damn, that's cool. But I'm like, that make, almost makes me like hype. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get that. That's sick. Yeah, so, exactly. So like story beats, like main main parts of the game that progress the story, that push the story forward. That's heavy on spoiler, right? But what, like you're talking about, if you're gonna get a new weapon or like if you see a picture of again, I keep going to Final Fantasy because that's what we're playing right now. A really cool like weapon, a really cool like sword. I like are you gonna be like, oh my god, that's spoiled, you spoiled it for me. Like, no, you're gonna be like, oh shit, like what is that? I want that, right? And then you kind of start diving into the internet, start trying to see where you can find that how sword. How I get it. And how right. you can get it. Exactly. Like, for example, so, in Kingdom Hearts for the Ultima weapon. Yes. Do you think do you think I like try and did it myself and like try and like try try to figure it out no i went on the internet and i was like obviously they usually show pictures of it at first so you're gonna get spoiled of what it looks like plus mm-hmm. if it doesn't even look cool do you even want it <laughs> you want to go through exactly. trouble of like right so um i think with gears and web gear and weapon it doesn't it doesn't matter like it's it sucks but it's not the end of the world don't tell me someone's dying or someone gets shot or someone is like don't yep. do that yeah <laughs> that's it man yeah that you're, you're you nailed it so um yeah just wanted to give you guys a little bit of uh, tidbit information here of like how to avoid spoilers if you've been avoiding spoilers let us know in the comments or let us know on uh social on twitter uh, or on instagram if you have been spoiled by anything and if so what what was the spoiler you know um and yeah hopefully this helps and hopefully this helps in the future to avoid any type of spoilers um and yeah man i think uh this was a great discussion piece here because it's important right because you're gonna get spoiled right like there's gonna be games coming out in the future wolverine spider-man 2 coming out like soon right and that's gonna be in september so you're gonna start seeing things trickling out so it's like how do you avoid those things yeah like you don't want to just be completely out of social media because that's just you know that's what that's what we do right and so you want to be in the ecos right you want to be in that you want to be in that in that that conversation but you also don't want to get spoiled. So how do you do that? And I hope this hope this helps. Sure. Or you could be like me and just completely avoid it. Or just it. avoid it. And yeah, just, just be, be like a little hermit little, for a little while. Yeah, yeah. A little hermit. <laughs> um, um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And um, any final thoughts, Rob, before we leave? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, in Final Fantasy 16, it's this part where Cloud uh, joins uh, Clive in the in this epic battle. Oh, and then, really? Yeah, See, and Sephir- that's a spoiler, and, and, dude. That's and a, Sephiroth that's comes major. too, and they all join Sephiroth? up together. Yeah, and they come through a different time portal, and they all just like it's crazy, man. Torgal dies, like, which is wild, dude. Right, Torgal is like protecting, and then trying to protect Clive, and he, yeah, it's, yeah, it's and then he goes John Wick on them. It's crazy. Yeah, shot. Crazy. It's wild, man. Yeah, spoilers. All right, guys, catch you guys next time. See ya.